Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by Vance in front of the mounted fish head that I call Ranger. Todd Young on speakerphone. And uh, right now we are in the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast studios. That's a mouthful. I need to come up with a shorter way of mm-hmm. coming with that. And Vance is looking up in all its glory at Ranger. <laughs> and uh, anyways... This podcast is brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. Uh, you've been hearing it for a long time now. But fattyzmuskie.com, I do not have the store up. There's a reason. I have no inventory. I literally shipped the last Raptor that I have today. The walleye. The walleye Raptor is yeah. gone. Um, Eight-inch Raptor. I have, I think, two sixes left or something like that. Has it, yeah. ever, has it ever been this low? Yeah, when I didn't. I mean, when you first started. When I right? didn't make baits, I had yeah. <laughs> I had less, but <laughs> but uh, Vance, you, you you saw the paint booth. It's up. It's up and going, and uh, I got about a, what a hundred and sixty of them. Hundred and sixty baits, pretty much ready. Yeah, ready to roll. I mean, they're they're about two stages away from being completely finished. Yes, yes. So I will have more, hopefully, just in time for the. Good old Musky Max show, which March 4th and 5th, I think I got those dates yeah, correct. Yeah, March 4th, yep. 4th and 5th. And uh, do you know who else is going to be there? Who's that? A guy named Paul. He makes these baits called Boss Shads. Mm. Todd, you ever hear of Boss Shads? I have heard of Boss Shads. We've had them on a few times. We also use them regularly. Yeah. and uh, With custom colors. I'm going to uh, throw that in there uh, just to start the show off right. How about show colors? <laughs> He's going to be there with show colors. <laughs> and, uh, gosh, we, we, we passed this one. Well, it was an exit on the highway when we were going down to the Ohio show. Ravenna, Ohio. Does that ring a bell? It does. When I hear Ravenna, I think of Mark's bait, tackle, and ammo. <laughs> The universe is large. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> That's what I think of because I don't know anything about Ravenna. That really is. I, I think Ravenna, Ohio, and I think of Mark's bait, tackle, and ammo. The I, largest Boss Shad dealer in the world. Yeah, you take it one step further. Isn't that what it is? It is. Yeah. And you can find all makes, models, I don't know about all colors. but Stock he, colors. Stock colors. Mm-hmm. But we did have that guy in the Ohio show come up, and he, he picked up a couple of those orange tigers off us. And he's like, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Vance just cracked open a water, if, you, if you're picking up on this. We're still new. But uh, what he was saying was that they're, it's very hard to get orange tigers because they sell out very quickly hmm. in Ravenna, Ohio. March Bay, hey. Jacqueline Ammo. And... Uh, they have an online store. It's up and running. I also know that they have a Facebook page. And you can also go to boshshad.net and support a local bait builder. He's, uh, he's a great guy. So check him out, boshshad.net, Mark's Bait Tackle and Ammo. And uh, we will be carrying around some inventory. And uh, it is less than what we started with a few weeks ago. We'll have them at the Muskie Max show, which we'll be at March 4th and 5th, like I've already said that. Um, let's see what else. Whatever's left over is going to pretty much be going up into the uh, state launch. What is that, Long Point State Park? Mm-hmm. We're going to be putting some up there. Yeah, and if you want to get a hold of if if you want to get a couple, 
get a hold of us and we'll we'll ship them to you. We got six colors. We got Mud Puppy, we got Goldie, we have Walleye, Orange Tiger, Fire Tiger, and Perch. Pretty good off the top of your head. Yeah. Or were you just looking at that pile? No, I was looking at the pile, but that's pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much what I'm running, so I know. Nice. So, uh, anyways, I kind of went on a Bosch ad tear right there. So, uh, Fatty Z Musky products on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I got like three more Twitter followers um, in the past month, which takes me up to I think eleven. So, don't expect. What are they? What are they following? Uh, they're following absolutely nothing because no, I think yeah, I, I yeah. think I made a tweet today. A guy robots. asked a question. No, they're not robots. The one asked me a question about baits. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, we're on that Instagram. That that's going pretty good for you. Is I run it? Of course. <laughs> how, how come? The, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be doing that. So uh, check us out there, Todd. You wanna get your plugs out of the way? Yeah, we have uh, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishandguides.com. Vance and I have uh, we got the new website loaded up. It's not completely new, but it's renovated. Uh, a lot of neat new pictures on there. Everything's uh, everything's up and running, ready to go. Some people have told me they really liked it and got to see some of their photos on there. We don't have them all on there, obviously, but we got a couple hundred. So, uh, you know, check that out. Check us out. You can email me if you want. I'm still getting crazy emails, but uh, I, I, I can sort through them. Give me a call if you want to book the trips. June's filling up pretty quick for me. Uh, or if you need uh, how to lose 30 pounds. How to lose 30 pounds if you want a new Windows by Anderson or if you want to know anything about the political. I, I'm getting all kinds of neat stuff. And paper towel ads or something like that. Todd's email yeah. has been hacked. Green paper towels, yeah, yeah. It it sucks. I'll be honest, but uh, I'm just I'm just living with it now till we can figure something out there. But uh, give us a call. We're booking trips April, May, Pennsylvania, and then starting Memorial Day, we're going to be hitting it hard up at Chautauqua, right through mid November. So spam so. Todd. He won't know the difference. Yeah, give give him a call first before you email. I would do that yeah. just because of this hacking situation going on, which is quite entertaining taking a backseat to it. But, um, mm -hmm. it's probably very frustrating. It's very it's frustrating on, on Todd's end, but <laughs> yeah, he's, I, he's I reading 72, his emails. 72 <laughs> emails this morning, well, two of which I really needed to pay any attention to. So, That's uh, yeah, they just come through. I just, I, I can't beat, I can't beat the system. I know it's just numbers. It's computer doing it. I've tried. Mm. Nice. I'm not going to beat it, so we'll, we'll we'll get something figured out there. But yep, give us a call. We've uh, uh, someone else that's going to be at the Muskie Max will be Dale Wiley. We had him on here just recently. He's, really, he's what's on, Dale do? Yeah, he's on, he's on again with some uh, some sponsorship stuff. We're going to have some Wiley lures. You know, eventually we're maybe going to get some painted baits. Some of our baits painted by Dale. We'll see how that goes, but. Uh, Dale's going to be there. He's going to have a nice selection, one of the few shows you're going to get to see him at. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for Wiley's, it's a good place to get a hold of some. He'll have a few hundred there. And the first few hours, they get picked through pretty quickly. But, you know, even it, even it happened when we were down there in Columbus, too. And, you know, we're looking. People have bought two-thirds of the, you know, three-quarters of the baits, and you're looking, and I'm like, 
Oh, there's still great colors up there. There's a brown perch fat body. What else do you need? Mm-hmm. It's like the old dog bone, you know? So it's not like you're, you, you you can go wrong. But if you're looking for anything in particular, uh, you know, sometimes they get picked over pretty quick. But, yeah, Dale, Dale's going to be there. Check him out at that show. It's going to be going to be a lot of fun. I hope people buy those because I have a bad habit of going over there and spending more money. We're, we're going to talk about yeah. that a little bit more. Once we get through the <laughs> through the through the sponsor plugs and the power rankings, because I I, I want to bring up some of the stuff. You know, this will be like the show recap and catch up because we did have a lot of podcasts in a row with guests and just yeah. get everyone caught up on all this stuff. So after Dale Wiley, we also want to uh, I want to hit up GT Rod and Reel. He's going to all the major muskie shows. I can't even keep track of which shows coming up. Um, he pushes it pretty hard on Facebook. He carries our baits along with several others. He generally has a giant booth. He's a great guy. Make sure you stop and see him. At least let him know that you uh, heard it from the podcast to uh, yeah. stop and say hi. I think he had more of our baits in Columbus than we did. Yes, and then Hands he down. came and bought like more yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> he from bought him, some so. more, yeah. yeah. So he, he is stocked. Ready we to rock. Not. That's right. He won't be in Pittsburgh, though, right? Yes, he will. He, really? Yes. He will be in yeah. Pittsburgh. Um, he did ask me, that, I mean, this is really cool of him, uh, before Columbus, he asked if I, you know, what was the bait situation because he wanted to place another order for his exclusive colors, and I said, I'm in big trouble. And he <laughs> says, you know, pretty much more or less. And he said, do you mind if I take your baits to the show? And I'd say, I have no problem. So when people were, like, looking at stuff, I would direct them, that way to go mm-hmm. and see him so you know it, it's really cool that he, at least he asked he's, he's not just hauling everything that we have and now we're trying to fight for scraps mm-hmm. and uh so anyways i'm i don't know if he's going to have our stuff there he may um if he asks i'm going to tell him to bring it because a lot of his stuff is not the standard colors that i have yeah yeah he's got some interesting colors over there bloodsucker he did have a little bit of that he had some like sunfish and sunrise and, and bluegill yeah those are cool. He has his own colors, and that's that's really great. That's what we like to see from vendors because uh, Team Rhino also has our stuff. He just placed a yes. giant order that's going to put me in the hole for a long time. And, uh, yeah, so he's going to be – I don't know how many other shows he's doing. I'm not up on that. But I know he does the major ones out in the Midwest. I'm sure there's a big one after Pittsburgh, maybe Minnesota. Minnesota's I seem always thinks, is last – but there's a whole bunch that bounce around the Wisconsin area. Greg Greg Thomas takes a private jet there. He, yeah, that's what he says because he also. I'm thinking of what he told us there. It, Greg, Greg Thomas gave us this quote, <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't know if I want to say it now. We we said something to the effect. I'm trying to remember. He said something that was, "You can't live this way with and not be rich." Yeah. And, As we were like encompassed in uh, hanging up banners and and him talking about don't use all the tape because this is all we got yeah and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he drove all night from the other side of Pennsylvania you know uh, he was out in the Philly area there somewhere out in the <laughs> east I don't know if we should Scott? I don't know if we should tell I know, that I story. Know, I know. <laughs> That was hilarious. I was thinking about that drive that they were because uh, yeah. we had ran into Tony in the morning 
Well, we got two different stories. I feel like every time I run into those two, it's a mess. <laughs> I don't call it a mess. I call it really interesting. Very yeah. interesting. You like, hey man, good morning. How are you? He's like, oh, last night. <laughs> it's always something like that. Like, oh, last night was nuts, or and, something. And, like. then, and then you see Tony come walking by, whistling Dixie. You're like, hey Tony, how you doing? Great man. Everything's yeah. perfect. And you're like. Which one do we believe? I know. <laughs> tell tell that story real quick. What? Oh gosh. Just, I, just... I, I might butcher this. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it. That they were driving all night from Philadelphia area over to Pit, over to Butler, essentially like Pittsburgh area, and it was in the middle of the night. And Greg, I, I Greg, if I, Greg and Tony, if I'm getting this wrong, feel free to correct me. But this is how I remember it. Greg's like, I was, I was like dozing off. It's in the middle of the night. Tony's driving, and I wake up to the sound of rumble strips. <laughs> and Greg goes, Tony, are you sleeping? And he goes, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> and I think promptly thereafter, they, they like switched drivers or something. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like, like he was caught red-handed. Yes. He, just, he owned it immediately, and then at that point, you're like, you know, you can't say, well, yes, you are. Are you yeah. okay? It was just like, yes, I was sleeping, <laughs> pulling this trailer yes. across the state of Pennsylvania. Are you sleeping? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, Not for long, but yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, they just buzz. They're, they're buzzing. They're, they're buzzing, man. They're, I've been out to that portion of the state like four or five times in my entire life. It's like a six-hour trip to get from where we, I mean, we live right near the Ohio border. It's. A long ways across the state and i really there's never reason for me to get out there i go north to fish or south mm. uh, to do other things vacation or something but yeah just crazy the, 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 they're running man yeah it's cool there are there is no one in the industry other than them too that hustle is hard yeah they they are out there every, every, every single day yeah. they are promoting they are putting on great shows. They are educating. They are, I mean, they're really yep. awesome people too. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy hanging around them. Cavaliers, for sure. And uh, very humble too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, before we give away all of our podcasts, we also got St. Croix Rods. Yeah. <laughs> they are best on earth. Just ask them. The ad says so. I see it all the time. Check them out. Check them out. Mostly made in America. I still think about mine all the time as I look at it in my boat, covered in sawdust and dirt dust and all that crap. Because I now, just this past, just like a couple days ago, I actually I wired up the lights in the pole barn part of the pole barn, and uh, I turned them on and I had to shut them right off because I looked at how filthy the boat was. Because when there's no light. In the pole barn, it doesn't look that bad, but you can see everywhere I put my hand on it to push it around to get to <laughs> to get the ladder to hang these lights, and it's it's disgusting. <laughs> so, anyways, I love my Saint Croix, and you know if you're in the market, please check them out. And with that, Vance, are you ready for power yeah. rankings? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> no, you're not. You're clearly halfway <laughs> written them down. I'm ready to roll. Uh, this week's podcast power rankings. We'll uh, we'll get that started off here. We we've had a bunch of guests on and whatnot, so I haven't been able to uh, 
read off some of the ones that have been in, uh, sent in and whatnot. But uh, just a reminder, if you want to get a part, uh, a part in this uh, power ranking, send in your submissions uh, on Facebook or Instagram um, in the message portion. Uh, Don't do it on Twitter because I might not find it. Yeah, not on Twitter. <clears throat> but you did respond today. So we'll, um, we'll jump right into it. Uh, coming in at... This week's uh, podcast power rankings, number four is going to be mine, and it's going to be winning Allure on eBay uh, for a good price. Okay, so I, I think that recently happened. No, no, I was just thinking about it. I always, I always check. Well, you told me you did win one. I did, I did win one. I, I won like an, an old... I, I got a Wiley off of, off of uh, eBay. Okay, now but I, you 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 saw it. Remember with the the crazy hooks on it. You never showed me. When you uh, those little hooks, it, it had like rapala hooks on it. You told me about on it. On a I gold, never, gold fat body. No, I've oh. never seen it. I did do that one joke for you. I remember you talking about it on the podcast where I put this teensy weensy yeah. little. But I got I got a like a, a neat something that Dale doesn't really use uh, paint much. Mm-hmm. Um, an old gold fat body on there um it was for a good price uh and it was it was in pretty good condition um but yeah you win a win a lure on there uh you know how expensive they are in the industry nowadays you can you know mm-hmm. i, I do want to bring junk. up this much because th- this is a great point that we didn't hit in the plugs is that hey the laundry's done um yeah the uh <laughs> this is cracking up. <laughs> we should... <laughs> There's nowhere. I have nowhere quiet to go. No, it, it's hilarious. <laughs> You're gonna hear a cat, maybe the dog bark. <laughs> oh, geez, as long as it's not like goats and chickens, we'll be all right. Yeah. Well, I can get to that too. too you if can I get walk the, out yeah. back. <laughs> nice. That's the neighbor's goat had four, four or three, three babies today. Yeah. Three. Three. Is that a normal? <laughs> Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I have, no idea. I have no idea if it's normal. There's three of them. We were out. My daughter was floating out. So the goat. Tom Does she Brady. want a baby goat? Now I got to ask because you got a baby puppy right. Yeah, now. we're we're not getting a baby goat. <laughs> we're 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 over hands full with a baby lab. Okay. It chases cats and chickens. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to point out that the fact <laughs> that Vance, who literally just spent a whole weekend next to Dale. Still needs to reach out to eBay to get a Wiley bait. Yes. That is one of the outlets that you can find it. <laughs> Next to muskythrills.com, which I don't know is may or may not be open. And then, uh, was that O'Donnell's? O'Donnell's and Donald's. Jackson Lures. Yeah, Jackson Lures. So just so everyone doesn't think that we got a fast track to all these bait makers, literally Vance probably outbid someone that might listen to the podcast to yeah. get that bait. <laughs> yeah. I have bought Wiley's on eBay before. Yeah, see? It's I have completely too. normal. And that's actually where on those those King Joinids that you ruined for me, Vance. Yes. The ones with the round lips. Mm-hmm. That's how it all started because I pulled, I got a round lip. I believe it was a brown perch. King jointed and it ran better. At least in my eyes, it ran harder. I don't want to say better. It seemed to be more violent in its in its action. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. why when Dale makes me kings, I tell him put the round lips in. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether or not it makes a difference, I couldn't tell you. But 
They might run a little deeper. They might. But I yeah. think they run deeper for sure. Yeah, yeah, they run they run deeper rather than that's square Lexan lip. But um yeah, winning Allure and Evil, you, you could find little gems pop up there. There was a you know some old bakers on there, uh, with a different lip that he used, mm-hmm. which I really, really like and I know Todd really, really likes. Um, mm-hmm. but you can't really find those anymore. And, um, you know, I seen one of those on there. There's just a lot of stuff that, you know, people aren't, aren't using anymore. They put them up there. So it's nice to win them and you get them for a good, good price. You know, that's, that's, that takes a cake. So, okay. That's number four. Let's see. That's number four coming in at three, uh, submission from a podcast listener, uh, less, this is your podcast, Power Ranking, coming in at three. Um, he says, a good friend to fish with uh, that you could basically bounce ideas off of, and it, it makes the other, it, it makes the angling experience good in the boat. You guys push each other, and you become better anglers. So a good fishing partner in the boat. I'm going to tell you For this sure. right now. I mean, I think I'm going to take number one because I'm so interesting. <laughs> People are just dying to fish with me. Oh, yeah. Just, just to listen to my take on all this stuff. <laughs> That's probably why I went fishing it's with usually... you and Todd like zero times last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about replacing that hook. You've only cut two shanks. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> just keep going. I would have fished with one hook because I'm that good. Why are you holding your spinning reel upside down? It's yeah. none of your business, Todd. <laughs> mind your, it's all strategy. Mind your own rod. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that like a good net man, you know. You gotta have. Oh yeah. A, you gotta have a good net man. I mean, you have fishing partners in the boat. If you know, you can turn around. It, you know, like I know when I'm fishing with Todd or Andy, there's probably a good chance that I'm not going to get a, a hook in the back, or you know, a lure's going to come zinging across my face. If if I was the one doing it, going along with my cut hooks, you would have maybe just ten percent less yeah, chance of true. getting hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but oh the- yeah, I mean it. I mean that that that's 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 great. I mean I I uh, and I, I cap. You know I'm captain in the boat almost every day with clients. So I loved I love having the opportunity to go with someone else. You know uh, that you know jumping in Vance's boat, jumping in with Andy, Andy taking me down to the river or something, and just be like, okay, I'm fishing. You know he might have he he's got his plan doesn't have to be my plan sometimes we talk about stuff hey let's do this and i know in Vance and i do that a lot but it's nice just to to have somebody and you know sometimes it gets tough some days are there's you know you're not doing anything and it'd be great to have a little hey let's try over here i saw a couple of fish over there let's try over here you know it's sort of like what we were fishing earlier so mm-hmm. uh it's always it's always cool to have somebody that's on hand and you guys can work together it's team i mean to musky fishing has always been a team for me you know when we come in at the end of the day, whether we were casting or trolling, I mean, we've always done this up in Canada. You know, we don't come in and say, oh, you know, Todd got three and Larry, my dad got two or, you know, we, we never do that. It's like, yeah, we got five. I like or, that. Or, you know, we, we, it's always been that way. It never mattered who caught them. Just what did the boat do? I mean, we get, you know. And I think Andy might be thinking different here. Yeah. I, because I, I, Oh, yeah, that's Andy's so true. That's another thing yeah. about fishing with Andy. It becomes a competition, and it's it's happened 
I forgot about that. It's like I have seven. I you have one. You know, I I totally forgot about that. That's why you guys. Because I, I was going to say, you know, you guys are talking about this community deal, and I, I prefer to run a dictatorship. <laughs> you really and, do. Uh, <laughs> You're an evil I, man. You're over there in your Belichick cutoff you sweat, are the sweat grump, chart. You're the grumpy one. Me, you are. <laughs> Pure evil. <laughs> That's not nice. I was trying to kid I, around, and I you're being mean. That. Do you remember that day that you caught, like, ten bike, and I got one? <laughs> But do you does he but, remember it? He talks oh, about it all the time. Do, no. What do you? I, I put my kids to sleep with that story. <laughs> but do you one remember, day, Vance and I were fishing. Yeah, but you keep this in mind. Do you remember that day we went to Chautauqua opening day? I caught one. You caught seven. Yeah. <laughs> one was on a hard head. That was that was fun. One was on the hybrid swimmer that I never did take anywhere. Which hopefully we will this summer have another bait or two out. Yeah, it's a great bait. Yeah, because all you did was just plop it in the water. I know. <laughs> you didn't even have to throw it down. That, that's a funny story. You were reprimanding me on how horrible I am at setting up my rods and, like, taking care of my gear. No, it was your reels it because was my reel, yeah. you had nothing adjusted correctly. I and I was trying to educate you, not <laughs> reprimand. I pulled out my switch and I said, stick out your knuckles. <laughs> like, this is like, unacceptable. You're going to learn this. <laughs> you're going swimming. I know. I'm like, if I have a problem, I'll just give it to you, man. You see, hear, hear that careless attitude? Yeah. You're sitting here busting on me, and then you want me to fix your stuff. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, three, having a good boat partner. And as much as we poke fun at one another, Andy is a good fishing partner. So coming in at two, Todd, take it away. What is your power ranking? Yeah, just everybody, everybody who's listening. No matter if you've caught one or 5,000 muskies, just that uh, your first muskie experience, you know, for me, it wasn't even catching one. For me, it was watching one fall of my grandpa's lure. I can still remember it. I was probably about five years old, but I remember that fish. I can picture the lure. I know exactly where we were. I could take you there right now. We were up in Canada, and that fish come up and turned. And, you know, just the first time, probably what got most people hooked on the sport you know, the, your, your first musty experience. Everybody's got one. That's something you probably will never forget. Yeah, I actually, th- this is going to be a double whammy if this guy, I, I know he listens to the podcast. He, he, he gave me a, a quick rundown on his, you know, what kind of kicked him into it. And, you know, it was just bass fishing, you know, I think it was last year he said, and he had this big fish come up and follow and just, you know got him addicted now he's now he's digging into it and you know it's and i i guess i crap i could go off on another podcast on this but i I almost advanced give me that pen i want to write this down um but you know it's everyone has their story and it's it's all you know yeah it's all roughly the same but they're all very different Mm -hmm. yeah lots of times the people it it it, you know the, the stories that i hear it wasn't even the the targeted species you know, it was like you said, right. bass fishing or walleye fishing or perch fishing. They grabbed their perch or, you know, but it just what got it started. You know, everyone, even a lot of guys that don't musky fish would still be able to tell you their first musky fishing, ex- musky experience. Mm-hmm. Because you just don't see them uh, when you're not targeting them all that often. And sometimes you don't see them all that much when you are targeting them. 
<laughs> yes. That's the elusive musky. Yeah, when you when you when you say that, there's like a thousand memories that come to my mind. Yep. I'm like uh, uh, like sensory overloaded right now with thinking of my first experience and then other people that I know their first experience with the muskies and stuff like that. Mine was on a like I've said it before, bobber. Like yeah. Giant nasty worm on like a tiny seagull like or a, a, duck a size or whatever. like a size like five eagle claw you know little pack thing you know that, that you could buy on opening day of trout with a giant worm on it so much worm that you can't even see the hooks and thank god <laughs> I, dude, what i what i really enjoy seeing is when there's i don't even know what size hook they are like a size six yeah and then you have like a 14 inch night crawler like hooked on it six times six to where times. even if a fish ate it and you set the hook, there's still too much meat of yeah. the worm that you can't even get the barb out. You have to and there's like six thing. inches of nightcrawler yeah. hanging off it. Yeah. To where they practically have to swallow the hook. Yeah. And I caught that 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 little muskie, and, and I wanted to mount it, you know. Like 24 inches. Wanted to mount the dang thing. That was my first experience. I was, it was so fun. Have the old picture on a Polaroid. What was your first one? Malax. I forget what Mine you were. was Malax. Yours was Malax. Malax out of a 620, I think it was 620, 621. It had a 225 on the back, I think. I'm trying to remember. Two stroke. I think it I'm trying to, We met up with another guy, and we ate lunch with this, and he also had a, a, the same boat. And I'm trying to remember if he had a 250. What, anyways, it was, I think it was a four stroke. 225 i could be wrong i believe it was something in the, like the evan ish mm. kind of stuff but anyways uh i'm probably wrong i'm not really up on all the old that's why you 2006 like, yeah, that's why you like rangers so much too huh you probably got in that guy's boat and was just like holy crap well i think i told the story we launched in like an inch of water and he just like plowed this boat through these reeds and it was blowing like lake erie in like three foot white caps and he's just looked at me he's like hold on <laughs> and he dropped it and we're like just jumping Going white caps and we were doing like you know 35 miles an hour across this lake and these white caps i mean they were solid three to four footers yeah and i was bouncing all over the place you know at that time gosh how old would i have been i would have been early 20s mm -hmm. maybe yeah i'd say early 20s so it, anything was cool to me mm-hmm I mean, that was that was. Fun. That's worth the experience in itself when you're out there. Yeah, and that. then it, and you are. I mean, it, and it, it brings back to, to 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 you, Andy. I mean, you're you instantly are thinking of the boat, the motor. That's just you. You know, you you're you you were into that. That probably helped you get into the. It, that was probably an exciting part of the trip for you. It was a lot of fun, but yeah. you remember... I wouldn't be able to tell you anything about any of the boats or motors that I went on. They it were all... Free. Not interested. It was a boat. It <laughs> yeah. had a motor. We were going pretty fast. Uh, we got there. They were all little <laughs> But that's the difference. I'm, I'm going to go real, real quick sidetrack. Todd, do you remember my 14-foot boat with the 40 and the jack plate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was probably... Yeah. It's not the fastest boat I've owned, but it was probably the most violent in terms of acceleration. <laughs> <laughs> the the hull probably wouldn't last with it. I had a no. six inch jack plate on this fourteen foot boat that I could I, I couldn't bench the boat, but I could easily slide it around on the trailer. I never was worried about it getting straight on the trailer. And I had a nine nine, it would not plane it out. The twenty five, 
it planned it out, but it, it, it did what it should do for a boat of that build. And then I'm like, I found a great deal on eBay. There we go. eBay. 800 bucks. I got this Mariner 40 horse. And it's the it's the motor I wanted because it was it, this 40 horse was like 140 pounds. In my 25 weighed like 120 pounds. I'm like, oh, it's not that much more weight on the transom. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted power, <laughs> tilt, and trim. So I, I got this. That boat was never made to be planed out. Wait, you got power tilt. It's a little tin, fourteen foot boat. They aren't. That's what they are made for. Yeah, we're talking. We're talking <laughs> rowboat here. Well, no, it's more. It didn't have oarlock, so no. I couldn't do the Vance rod holders. Rod holders. But uh, Those what, are classic. It was classic, it, <laughs> and uh, that's almost hipster like. Oh, so, I, in order to get power tilt and trim, I put this jack plate on it. I mean, the boat went acceptably well, mid thirties. But it was just cool because once I kicked it into gear, and, and it's just taking me at, like, it's like musky trolling speed in idle. And it, it didn't matter. I could just take it and just throw the controls all the way down, and it just sat you back, and it launched right out of the hole. <laughs> and I was instantly up just full speed. And this boat, you know, it was just aluminum. It was a semi-V, so it, it kind of drifted a little bit as you were going. It literally felt like the only thing of the Why? of the rig you... was was just the, the, the cavitation plate and the prop. It's like I was just yeah. steering them with the wind. Really? It felt. I mean, yeah, it the hole would have been fine. It was never touching the water. That's that's right. <laughs> but it, it's just like because the the old two stroke, it was it there's was good there's, running. There's videos out there of people like driving their boats, and their halls are almost at I, ninety degrees in the air. Well, we did that on Erie. Remember that with the Ranger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're like riding it and like standing straight up. You know, that's what I imagine when I'm when I'm thinking about how crazy this boat. Well, see, I had the power tilt, so I can I could adjust it. But it, it was, wow. it was the poor man's bass boat speed, I guess you could almost. But it was it was a lot of fun. And then I I had it for like a summer, and then I found the Ranger, and then I, at that point, I owned like three boats, and then I had to start selling them off because the kids and yeah. space or something. Todd, did you ever fit fish out of that? You know, I don't know. I don't remember if I did ever go in that boat. But you, I saw th- it. That's the one you looked at and were like, well, yeah, you, Todd, Todd, I think I did. I think worth... I did. I think our first run on the, the river. Yeah, we went we a couple went in that times. Boat. Yeah, Man, was, I'm, I'm sad I didn't get to see that boat. I could I could show you pictures of it. Yeah, it, it, you know, because I, I I stripped down the outside paint. I, I I painted it. I put my decals on it. I replaced the carpet on the inside. I murdered it out all black. Awesome choice. And uh, then I had this big mariner hanging off the back. Amazing. Well, okay. So first musky experience. Yeah. Okay. That's coming in it too. And of course, just like what just happened, you, you start thinking about that first experience, and you go off on tangents of everything that has to do with that. So, um, coming in at one for the week, Andy. Okay, I guess I don't know how this is happening unless you're kissing butt. No. Um, what the hell would I have to <laughs> kiss your butt for? I don't know because you need stuff fixed. What's sitting? In the, <laughs> oh what's yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. over there. That's true, actually. <laughs> um. <laughs> So you go to start off the day fishing, and of course, what do you need to do to start fishing? You got to put a bait on, and a lot of people—I mean, everyone's had this happen. I can't say a lot of people. Everyone, you reach into your box or whatever, however you store your baits, 
one time or another, you grab one bait and like the rest of the box comes with it. And then you do what most people do and they just start shaking it. Oh yeah. And so what my power ranking is, is when you grab the bait and it has to like run through the gauntlet, but you pick it up and there's no other baits connected. You're like, Oh, all right. And, and you can snap on and just and go. Absolutely. That's nice. The clean grab that that's so true. I, that there's so much that could happen when you're trying to change a bait quickly. If you're sitting down there monkeying around with that, you can miss your drift. Mm-hmm. You could run into a pile of weeds when you're trolling floaters. You could smash into a log or the riverbank. Yeah, all that stuff. Wrap a weed around your prop. The clean grab is perfect. And it and it's so nice. small in the course of the day. Just grab it, whoop, it's up. Oh. I just I I sometimes sit here and, you know, and I've done it. I'm guilty. I'm not I'm not dogging on anybody that that isn't uh, you know that doesn't think like me. But there's times I'm sitting there trying to shake all these baits off, and after about 15 seconds, I would have said it would have just taken like three seconds for me to take the other hand and just unhook that other bait that's connected to it. But you just oh, keep yeah. sitting there shaking. I, yeah, you don't do it. You just keep shaking. Yeah, And then I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, what's the probability of me actually jiggling this thing in the correct, I don't, know, I don't even sequence, to get them to all unhook from each other? <laughs> With, you know, and then sometimes you keep shaking and you're like, okay. Usually the- you can watch it. It gets worse. Oh, then I got another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, no, that one's loose. Yeah, and, you, and that's you, it. You keep shaking. Oh, okay, now I'm down to the tail hook. Oh, there we go. Oh, I picked up the other bait. I'll shake a little more. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch the sequence going rather than, like you said, picking it up and just taking them off. The bait shake. No one shake. does that. No one does that. Everyone does the bait shake. The shake. Shake and bake. That's right. Shake and bake. The clean <laughs> grab could be the difference in the day. So uh, the podcast power rankings for the week. Coming in at four, winning a musky lure on eBay. Coming in at three, less sent that in, having a... A good uh, friend on the boat that you could, that you can uh, bounce ideas off one another and uh, essentially become better anglers at it. Um, two, your first musky experience, and one, the clean grab. Uh, and that wraps up the power rankings for the week. If you want to get part of it, send in your submission, Facebook message, Instagram message, uh, and check it out we'll keep it rolling we have more and we're gonna just feed them in one per one per episode here yeah until we got to bump it up to two so yeah good deal all right so we're gonna take this now and talk about what has happened in the last couple weeks like i said we've had a lot of guests on and uh you know just kind of do a quick wrap up of the ohio show and musky road rules which was the last weekend a little bit over a week ago mm-hmm. so uh anyways we let, let's just start off with the uh the whole thing with the ohio show it, it's the way that vance todd and and myself live in vicinity to 79 which is the main highway runs north and south here in pennsylvania um we're like perfectly north and south of each other. And we kind of need to go south-west to mm-hmm. get to Columbus. So 
when when Vance lives the furthest north, so Vance takes I'm gonna just I'm gonna use round numbers here a half hour drive to get to my house. He gets out of his truck, hops in my truck. We take an hour and a half drive down to Todd's. Not quite an hour and a half, but I'm using round numbers. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Vance has already been in the truck for two hours driving, and we're not really. I mean, we're closer, but we're not really closer to the <laughs> no, final destination. <laughs> and then we hop in Todd's Todd's truck. And then we head over to Columbus, which is, I'm just going to say three hours. It's a little bit more, but for three hours. So in order, now from my house, it's right around a three, three and a half hour drive. So Vance is investing double time to ride with us. And I'm doing time and a half. And so anyways, but that doesn't matter. It's just how things lay out. So then I got to sleep while they were driving. That's right. Yeah, and, I woke up just before they got here. And as silly as it sounds, it's almost, it would be the same amount of, you know, human drive time if Todd came up to my house and headed over, even though he's heading north. And that's the one thing that kept boggling my mind was we need to go south, at least the direction of south. There's no point in him driving north just for us to turn around and start heading south again. But uh, so anyway, so we all get there. That was at, fun. It, was, drive. it wasn't bad. I mean, there were times I was I, I was like talking, trying to include Vance, and I'm not hearing a response. And he was sleeping a little bit. He dozed a bit. I think I dozed a bit. A bit. I'm not. Saying... We were packed in there like sardines. We were. We were. And we were taking a lot of stuff. Yeah, just you know, I I'd never packed Todd's new truck. Yeah. I mean, I, I've packed my truck many years now. I know what I could fit where and whatever, and like. I don't even remember what Todd's truck color was, to yeah. be honest with you. I just yeah. know that when I pull into Todd's house, I imagine the truck sitting there is his. That's that's yeah. kind of the way I was going. So, no, no nothing really happened, you know. <laughs> I'm thinking, keep keep going. Okay, so then uh, we make it to, you know, we make it on time. Actually, like we we budgeted all this time to get to the, to get there. I think we wanted to be there at noon. And we got there within minutes of it. Everything went good. Oh, actually, we stopped at we stopped at the hotel because Zach Baker, you probably all have heard us talk about him. He he got us some baits, but he didn't think he could ship them to us in time for us to take him to the show. So he shipped them to the hotel, which is not a first for Vance and Todd to get Baker baits at a hotel. Yeah, he's he's great at that. And. So we we pull off the exit and we stop and we're like, "Hey, is there a package here for me?" <laughs> and this is this is the thing I like. I wanted to be ready. I had he shipped them to me, or he used my name going to the hotel. We even I think Todd called the hotel, so there's gonna be a package coming. So we get there and there were some people like, I, I guess waiting for these baits or were like on standby if we would get them or not. So it was kind of a big deal for us to get him before the start of the show on Friday. We we pull in. I have I, I got my driver's license out. I'm like, okay, I am going to be ready to show these people the driver's license to say this is me. And I, I kind of want this. Oh, okay, thank you. And me on our merry way. They're like, oh, yeah, the box is back here. They go get the box and just, like, push it across the counter to me. I'm like, don't you want to see the ID? Mm. Oh, no, we're fine. I'm like, you don't know what's in this box, do you? You know, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's so and they're like, 
well, do you guys want to check in? We're like, no, we just need the box. We'll be yeah. back tonight. Bye. At, at, at that point, you're almost like, yeah, it's cool that they're that trusting. But on the other hand, had someone known, mm. they could have just went there and got a whole box of baits. So if anybody's out there, find out where we're staying uh, and just go up to that <laughs> that little hotel lobby there and just say, hey, yeah. Here with Fat AZ Musky Products. Do you got any baits for me? They're either going to say, what? Or what? here's here's your box. <laughs> so now that Vance let that one out of the bag. Yeah. Um, so we get the baits. We get in, in there. We start setting up. And I'm still... I'm still a little impressed by this. It's 2 o'clock on a Friday. And there's a line of people waiting to get in the show. I would have thought that, you know, Friday night would have been a little bit more jamming. But it was there was a big crowd that came through right at opening. Tailgaters. Tail, yeah, they very well could have been out there barbecuing. It was a beautiful day. Laundry's done. Um, That's a dryer. Well, it's still laundry, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Washer and dryer are both done now. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, we, we get set up. You know, we, we had a pretty pretty decent pretty decent time on friday and uh you know which you you always start on a three-day show you're, you're like you try to predict what the crowds are going to do and you know people were concerned because it was it was like in the 50s or something that people would want to be out fishing which never made sense to me if, if you have a show that's coming once a year why would you be like yep i'm not coming to this to get them baits that i want i'm mm-hmm. gonna go out and fish mm-hmm. you're like well you could get them now you might not ever find them again, and there's, mm-hmm. it's still January. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool you could take the boat out, but anyways, um, overall, then we did Friday night. We did the podcast from the hotel room with Dale. We had a that was a, that was a fun time there. That was a really fun time. It was a powwow. Yeah, there's just I wish I could have recorded everything, but mm-hmm. they would pull us off of iTunes if you heard. All yeah. the stuff that was talked about. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so then after that, Saturday came. Saturday was a decent day. It's a long day. And then uh, I don't think anything crazy that happened. It was like like most shows that have big-name speakers. It's like when there's a seminar going on, like the place is empty, and we're like, you know, it's not like I'm watching the clock, but it's like, man, what? where is everybody? And then... You know, 20 minutes later, they all pile out, and it gets busy again. And and uh, then the Minnow Fund. Oh, yeah. That raffle. I'm going to tell you this. That, that booth that they had really uh, really kept me going because they had a giant plastic jug of Laffy Taffy. Oh, my God, yeah. I was, I was just slamming that stuff. You really were. At one point, it, like, inhibited you from making a sale. Oh, I couldn't talk because the guy my... was like, "What are these?" And you're just like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to tell him. I'm like, "Hold on a second, I gotta you finish did. this in a mumble." And and he thought it was at least a little bit amusing. He's like, "Take your time," <laughs> because I had just jammed this big wad of laffy taffy into my craw. And... Yeah. But that that they really did have some nice stuff. The the um the minnow fund the minnow fund. Yes. I mean, oh, yeah. un- unbelievable baits over there. I mean, you could have picked up two rod holders from us. Yep. Those, I mean, they had really, really top quality stuff. They, yeah, they had. Wiley did a giant uh, 
I guess was it a musky pattern? It was a big musky pattern, twelve inch jointed. Um, he donated that. Baker donated a, a seven inch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul uh, Voshad uh, did multiple baits, uh, big a minnow, and I think I, I thought I saw one. Uh, he of had four baits there. Yeah, I think there were two ten inch minnows, yeah. and then. Mm-hmm. Wait, were they the seven inch <clears throat> boss shads? I don't know. I saw I saw a little shad one over there. Yeah, I saw yeah. a couple little shad yeah. ones with some special colors. Planer boards. They had planer boards. Yeah. Well, they had tons of stuff. Tons boards. of great baits from people that you know makers from all over the place. Perch baits. Yeah, legend plows. They had that big snow bait again. Yeah. 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 Crazy. And uh, you know. I walked real quickly through the, the, the room that had the flea market, I guess you'd call it. What What is that called? The bait swap? The bait swap, yeah. And, uh, you know, that was neat. But, you know, like like always, we're coming in late anyway. So everything, I don't want to say picked over, but some people already packed and left and what have you. And, and that was interesting to, to see that stuff. And to be honest about the minnow fund, I was in bed sleeping like a baby because I was exhausted. So was yeah. We 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 cut yeah. early that night. We were so tired. We were tired. Yeah. I was trying to find a fight on TV. Yes, and and we found a couple halfway in or not even. What we watched like five minutes of an old rerun of Full House. We did, and then we got so sick of it, we had to <laughs> shut it off because I never knew how bad acting they were. Oh, it was horrible. And, uh, yeah, so then, then Sunday came and came and went. Not a big deal. Drove back. Vance had five hours or so in a car. Yeah, and uh, we got it back in time for the AFC Championship, and that was a disaster for the Steelers, but it is what it is. Talking about that show, though, they had really nice stuff there. They uh, had some high-end stuff, yes. And I think... I spent way too much money on Wiley's. <laughs> so, just so everyone out there, Dale was like in the same booth as us. We got a double booth, you know. Vance was over there, and good. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about it. Vance was over there sniping all the baits. I was. How many did you get? God. Like, how many did I get? I, f- I asked you the question. It kept adding on. Yeah, maybe two fat bodies, two, three little fat bodies, a, a king, another king, maybe like eight baits. That's quite a few baits. It is, but you know, I don't have a big wily arsenal. It's and you guys bigger. were you guys were dogging on me about it, and at points I'll go and stay with Todd, and and there's no bed space for me because there's three giant tackle boxes filled with kings <laughs> and fat bodies and i'm just like what are you guys talking about okay i remember going over to todd's like years ago and and we were talking about bait colors and stuff like that and todd's like let me show you some of my wileys mm-hmm. and he pulls down everyone knows they're the big gray totes that you like you store clothes and crap in yeah you know they're i'm gonna probably guess they're 18 20 inches high mm-hmm. and he opens these things up, I, and I might I might be thinking of this wrong. My memory, and there's like hundreds of these, and he's like, 
look at this wall and it's like stacked with a hundred of these totes. I know. <laughs> Actually, it's like four. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's just like, here's this color. Here's this color. He's mm-hmm. just, and he knew where they all are. And I mean, I can appreciate that because anyone that runs their own tackle box knows exactly where every bait is. And they're annihilated. I think he showed me like four muskies once, like musky patterns. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I'm like, how am I supposed to paint that? I, I can't I, even see the original I, yeah, paint. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like, so I'm like, and then I see the see him at Dale's booth, and I'm like, oh, so that's what those look like. And uh, yeah, so I bought I bought a ton of baits, but I mean they'll be used. I can't wait to use them. But I'm sitting there at that booth, and it's just like smells like cedar, and it's just like wafting over occasionally I'm like i gotta get back over there yeah, the what was that, that ga- what was that game we were playing okay I, I want to talk about the game i i start this game i started it last year at the ohio show and it's a game that i play with myself and i i brought vance in on the game come saturday and i love the sound of that cat yeah. <laughs> what trying, just happened? I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. It sounds like you made contact. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I came up to. Uh, You're being yeah. attacked. I'm trying to. Keep okay, it. I, I'm just gonna keep plowing through this while while Todd takes care of a nuisance cat. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do is I will look at Wiley's spread, and I will look at a bait, and I'm like, if I had to bring one bait home, which one would it be? And I look and I find it and I don't tell anybody. And Dale's now starting to catch on with this. Like, he sees what I'm doing. And, uh, geez Louise. And <laughs> so what I do is I will watch that bait. And last year, I, I, I take it to a boiling point to where I just, I have to say out loud, I can't take it anymore and I grab it. Mm-hmm. Like laying claim to this bait. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I did that again this year, and, and everyone's, like, trying to guess which bait it was. Mm-hmm. And they never guessed it, and I happened to look over, and it was gone. And I just like to see how long it long it lasts. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, well, i got to pick another one. I let Vance in on the game, and he picked one. And every time, like, a crowd came to Dale's booth and then left, we're, like, looking. We're, like, peeking over, like, yeah. yep, they're still there. And there's times I'd— It was nerve-wracking, know, though. Because I wanted that, I, I really wanted that bait. The one did leave. Yep, they did. It, it did. And I was like, "Dang it!" So, that's kind of like the stupid game I play to help pass time. You know, when when like there's a seminar on or whatever, then I'll go over to like, you know, like Dale, I'm gonna clean up your booth. You're really making us look bad. And I'll be like taking pegs down that are empty. Mm-hmm. And all the while, he might have caught on to it. It's not that I'll take the bait that like. I'm looking at, and I'll put it behind two or three other baits just yeah. to make it last longer. And I, I did, I did take Vance's, and I put his out on the front. Yeah, say. that was that was nice. Was that the one that went? I think you ended up getting the one that you wanted. I did, yeah. And uh, so, anyways, that that's the the little game that I play at the Wiley booth, or you know, and it, it wouldn't matter. I mean, it could be, it could be anybody that's like right next to me. I just have this. I'm gonna watch this one and see how long it takes. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's really no winning and losing to it. It's just, do I want to play chicken long enough to see it leave? Yeah. And they had, uh, they had those lip locks there. Yes. Uh, Supernatural that, Big Baits was there. Uh, and, and those lip locks uh, were going for $300. And it looked like 
essentially that one of our angled rod holders mm-hmm. was integrated into the components of the bait. Yeah. It had a lot of aluminum in it for... Yeah, it's serious. Yeah. It was like through wired with an entire rod holder. Yeah. What Vance is, Vance yeah. is talking you, about is... You could is, probably... You, I mean, you could probably do great white fishing with that bait. Yeah. I'm sure you could. Yeah. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Crazy. And, uh, you know, so it was neat to talk to them. You know, you and... You, when I say Vance and Todd, they they talked. They went over to the booth and started talking. I think I was out getting another plate of chicken tenders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we ate bad for a couple of days there. I ate a lot of white meat. Mm-hmm. Fried. Hey, is it better than fried red meat? Oh, no. Chicken tenders and burgers for three days. It put a hurting on me. I didn't have any burgers. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good show. It was a lot of fun. And then the uh, that kind of wrapped everything up that I want to talk about the Ohio show. Mm -hmm. Then uh, the following. Boy, Andy, you got to. uh, Andy came up with another rod holder for us, which I think we should talk about a little bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I hit on which many people have been talking about it. You know, they've been wanting to do a make something so we can just clamp them on. There's a lot of guys fishing clamp on boats. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the way to get started. That's all you need. But uh, these guys wanted to tip a bull, and uh, Andy came up with a great little idea. They, they, uh, man, they look great. Yeah, I, I owe credit. I've, I've said it many times already. I owe credit to a, I'd say, a very good listener of ours who gave me a really good idea. And I ran with it. It's like I said, I didn't rip it off, but it uh, it did spark motivation to make this happen this way. And it's, it's pretty straightforward, basic. I'm starting to see some photos pop up, people talking about it on forums. And uh, yeah, anyway, so more or less what it is, it's a Down East S10, which not, I'm, I'm shocked there's some people out there that still really don't know what that is to me it's always just been the down east it's the one that has two big c clamps on it you clamp it onto whatever mm-hmm. and uh so i made some plates that bolt onto those clamps and the rod holder goes in between them same mechanics of our straight slanteds and rail mounts and it's it's a pretty clean idea it does get the rod out a little bit further and that's the convenience of taking it with you so yeah that is that is convenient i mean when i first started fishing and i was using little rowboats with nine nine tillers or renting those boats uh you know after i graduated from the the pliers and holding the trolling rods essentially i i I bought the the s10 down east the the big c clamp things but now with that option you can say you're going on a trip somewhere and you don't want to take your boat but you want to go up there and you want to rent one Holding the rods and, and trolling is you're probably going to be sore. Yeah, it, it, it's probably going to be like, man, I guess I should take my boat because it's already got the whole setup on it. But you could just take those rod holders, and you can run a clean spread now. Oh yeah, I mean, a fun spread. Yeah, it, it it's there's a lot of function there. You know, the biggest thing that I, I tell people is make sure them clamps are tight. 
because I don't want to hear about people losing their stuff. Yeah. And uh, keep an eye on them. I, but I, that's just like any of those clampons. You just got to watch. Mm-hmm. Watch what's going on. Pay attention. Yeah, but you you can take your maybe starter boat and clamp these things all over it and have an amazing trolling spread. Take it to the next level. That, yeah. You know, you can, you know, kind of live beyond your means almost when, you know, some people, you know, that that's that's a big thing is upgrading boats, you know, to allow, you know, uh, possibly a new style of fishing or what have you. And, you know, them little boats, I, I talked about my little rinker dink one and it did everything well enough. It just wasn't huge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, if I still had it, I'd probably be running those because mm-hmm. I did have a trolling tree that I made and it, I fought the rod tips. That's the biggest thing. It's, that's, uh, that's what I did. So I don't have that boat no more. I got track on the old Ranger. So <laughs> there's that. And you want to get into road rules now? Yeah. Okay. So Vance was invited to speak at Muskie Road Rules in Butler. And uh, I was able to break free. And he picked me up bright and early. Sunday morning, and, you know, I, I packed light. We brought some baits. We brought some rod holder stuff, and we, I wouldn't say we got a ton of snow, but we had enough snow that made things a little bit interesting on the way down. Yeah, it was a whiteout. Yeah, for about, not not a, not a complete whiteout, but there was enough to impair vision ahead. But, you know, with it being a Sunday morning, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning, for about two exits, it was just really bad. Mm-hmm. And you you could see the edges of the roads, but you could not see the lines. And you could hear the rumble strips and stuff like that. And it was, it was all well and good. I mean, we were making decent time based on the weather until we caught up to this one car who literally thought that, you know, if you can't see the lines, then you're allowed to bounce between the rumble strips. He was essentially, this car was S-turning down the highway. He looks like he was like a slalom skier going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he was going at the speed of like 30 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm exaggerating. It was slow mm-hmm. on this interstate highway with a speed limit of 70. Now, the conditions wouldn't allow for 70-mile-an-hour travel, but they could easily allow for a 50-mile-an-hour travel. So Vance creeps up on this guy and he's it's like it didn't phase him the guy still kept going left right left right left right and at one point we were in the we were what i felt was the dead nuts middle of the road like you're the middle of your truck was splitting the 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 center line Mm -hmm. and and the car was kind of finally off to the left and it was like go time it was like get around him now because He's not going to wreck, but he's going to cause us to wreck. Mm. And wouldn't you know it, you know, we, we get by him just fine. I mean, I don't know, that guy, I don't know. I mean, it, it could have been like somebody's grandmother, and we were mad at some old lady just trying to make it to a, a birthday party. Who knows? Mm. But uh, so we get around them, and literally, like, the snow stops, and it's dry road. Mm-hmm. And it was pedal to the metal all the way down. We get there. We we left early because Greg asked, because of the late travel, 
to help set up mm-hmm. the road rules, I guess, room. We It was taught, uh, it was Vance and I's job to hang the banners. And like I said, we had like one and a half rolls of this double-sided sticky tape. And there are so many banners. Yes. I thought, I'm like, ah, this ain't going to be bad, five or six. There was a lot. Maybe of- 50. 60. We got there, what, about two hours early? Yeah. And we had like an hour and a half setting this stuff up. Mm-hmm. So much so that I didn't really even set up our little booth. Yeah. But it was just interesting. The one guy that we met there came up and was talking to Vance a little bit. He started talking about fishing the same stretch of river that I fish. Yeah. Which was interesting to me because not so much in the last couple of years, but years prior, I knew just about everything going on on that river. I was on there so much. And he was describing his boat, and I'm like, okay, I think I know who it is. Because seeing another boat, like, literally seeing another boat that someone's fishing out of, it's a traffic jam. That's that's the pressure. One other boat, a lot of pressure. So he starts talking, and I didn't lead on one way or the other. I was just asking questions, and he was talking about fishing spots and this and that, and essentially telling me everything he knows. And finally, I'm like, okay, you want to look at this? And I start showing on my phone with photos. This was caught here. Oh, yeah, I know there. This was caught here. This was there. This was there. And, you know, he was actually a really cool dude. You know, we, we were talking and stuff like that. He has a little camp up there, and he keeps his boat there. And, you know, it's it's some neat stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we exchanged information. You know, I don't think I told him anything that was earth or, you know, earth-shattering and vice versa. But it was just nice to... You know, there's a chance I might bump into that guy. Mm -hmm. So we talked to him. Greg and Tony do their spiel, and we kind of figured that Vance would then speak. You know, it was after lunch, and I would come up to kind of back clean up to kind of supplement. So Vance wouldn't have to sit there and elaborate on rod holders because Vance did a uh, piece on trolling and exploring new lakes. Is that accurate, Vance? So, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, we all come back from lunch, and Greg's like, hey, I want to introduce Andy. He makes these rod holders. Come on up, Andy, and talk about them. <laughs> like, we're out of order here. Yeah. And I wasn't prepared. Threw us off. He threw us off. So, anyways, I went up. I did my spiel. I murmured my way through that. And, you know, I tried not to sound like an infomercial. Yeah, because I, I'm like I can't step on Vance's toes here, because I, what, what do you do? I was hoping for the, the, the content first, and then me explaining yeah. the mechanics behind it. But now I got to explain the mechanics to a, a story that hasn't even been told yet. Yeah. So, so that, I did. That made it interesting for my seminar, but we got through it. We got through it, and then right towards the end, Tony came over. He he was talking talking to me in the back at my booth, and I hear. Andy, did I cover everything? And I'm like, <laughs> I haven't listened for the last 15 minutes because yeah. Tony came over and engaged me in a conversation. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun, fun show. Big luck, big turnout. I think they said 32 people I, showed up, something like that. Yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, Greg and Tony always put on a good show on that that road rules. It's a traveling seminar day. They also, they like, I, I, 
initially I was supposed to speak second. Um, then I ended up going last. And then in the middle of Greg's seminar, he just completely throws me under the bus and uses a picture of oh mine gosh, saying so how horrible of a picture it was. He was like, this is how you do not want to take a picture holding a muskie. Ironically, that was the one he printed in the brochure mm-hmm. with, come check out this seminar with this guy. Yeah. And it's the picture that he tore apart that he probably takes to all the other road rules. Yeah, definitely. He definitely <laughs> does. So all these other road rule seminars, there's a picture of me and it's saying that I don't know how to. Don't be like this guy. Don't be like this guy. <laughs> It's not because of the hold. It's not because of the way you're holding it. No, it's because the cropping. Yeah, the cropping and stuff. Now, going back to that fish, it was the first decent-sized fish that I had caught out of my new boat with a new GoPro. And I just turned the thing on, got the fish out of the bag, turned, took a picture, and and released the thing. And... uh, you know, it, 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 the, the GoPro was all the way up front on the front of my boat. So you see like the entire boat and then me just kind of standing there in the middle of it, you know, and it, it looks tiny in those pictures. And you can see the jet skis in the back. You mm-hmm. can see that people yeah. swinging and having campfires on the other. You can see the planes flying. Yeah. That, that <laughs> it just not, rips, not... me, rips me apart. And then I'm going up to speak. I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm the, the guy that can't take a picture. So if you do ever book a trip with, me hire a photographer yeah he did say that but yeah <laughs> that's the stuff that like greg was saying only probably a little more poetic than me just spouting it off yeah uh, that was hilarious <laughs> so wasn't that bad of a picture was it no i thought it was fine i thought it was fine too. i mean greg it, is is great at, at doing all these these photo th- things uh he's got gopros all over his boat he takes some of the best pictures i've ever seen um in musky fishing but but he's also probably like racking up like three gigs a minute mm-hmm. with all these GoPros going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine the you know the post production after a day of fishing and stuff like that. Just the cutting, going the finding, through a thousand photos, video clips. Mm-hmm. I mean, the computing process of oh gosh goes back to him and Tony being just nonstop hustlers for this stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, the the, the stuff that he does. Yeah, he has that calendar out. That it's a great calendar. Mm-hmm. He has those framed pictures. Yeah, you know he does writing for Muskie Hunter. Mm-hmm. He books a lot. I mean, he fishes a lot. But anyway, so um, going on with that. I mean, do you want to tell the story of on the way back? Oh, that was pretty hilarious. Now we're gonna tell two versions of the story, or do you want me just to just tell it? Okay, I'm gonna tell it. Okay, so we're leaving Butler, and. We, I'm going to say like every halfway major city has these roads. They're generally like a four lane road with maybe a couple turn lanes on the inside, maybe on the, you know, right turn only on the outside, but they're four, like four main through lanes. Mm-hmm. And you have the standard Applebee's, Lowe's, Home Depot, gas stations, McDonald's, RVs, whatever. So we were on like that, that road. We stopped, Vance got gas. I was starving so like the health nut that i am i just and and someone that just can divide i decided 
that buying a candy bar for two bucks was not a good enough deal. I bought a box of 10 ding-dongs for $3. (laughs) (laughs) I just said, well, 10, you know. The old family pack. Yeah, 30 cents a piece is better than two bucks a piece. (laughs) So I just bought this big giant thing. And surprisingly. ding-dong? A ding dong is essentially a ho ho, but it's like a cupcake. I've never had one before. <laughs> Andy, Andy knows these great snacks. Well, okay. Hostess <laughs> is like, I, I looked at the back of this box because I had to study it. And they're like, check out all our products. And it was, it was taking a long time. I filled up my. I was talking to Todd as well. Okay, but I, I, I filled up my truck from like E, all the, filled it all the way up, and then I went and parked. And, you still... and then he got down to three quarters tank by the time I got yeah. out idling. I was like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, I was doing long division. <laughs> so I'm talking to Todd the whole time in, in in the store and whatever. And okay, so anyways, I, I get I I'm not going to explain what a ding dong is, but just think yeah. of a Hostess cupcake, okay? Yeah. Okay. And we get in and we're like going. And we're like, it's kind of busy. It's the, the streets hustling and bustling, and I'm trying to follow a map. Vance is trying to program his phone. Andy's already housed like four of these things. Oh my gosh, I didn't even taste them. Yeah. I was, I was like them snakes. <laughs> I dislocated my jaw, yeah, and, and I was just, swallowing yeah, them whole. They were, they didn't stand a chance. Yeah, and then Vance knocked a few down too. Well, now hold on before before we get there. So. Vance is driving on this busy street that's very stop and go, probably like a 45 mile an hour speed limit, but no one ever goes that fast because they don't feel comfortable with with the surroundings. It's like a useless speed limit. So he's looking at his phone. It's in his right hand, plugged into his truck, and he's looking at it, trying to like program in the address to go home and glancing up occasionally. I'm sitting there. I'm like, do you want one of these? And you're like, yes. So I like turn to him. I'm starting to open this. I'm like, Vance, you got to get in the right lane. And he's like looking at his phone, glancing. I'm like, you got to get in the right lane. I know how to get home. I I knew what I was doing. I was in control. Yeah. (laughs) So he, I'm like, Vance, there's a car coming up fast on our right side but we got to get in the right lane so he hits the brakes i'm turning to open up his ding dong no i'm gonna go cupcake because that didn't sound good yeah, i know <laughs> so i'm going to get feed him some junk food or at least help him because i understand he's gonna, he's gonna force feed me this <laughs> is turning re- like we're, we're painting a really odd picture here <laughs> but it all it all attributes to this story so I'm like not even looking forward. I gave him the instruction. He needs to cut two lanes over on the right to get to the exit. He's looking at his phone. I look up. I'm like, Vance, it's a red light. So, I mean, and we're not right there, but it's about time we need to hit the brakes. So Vance hits the brake thinking that I'm thinking he's going to allow the car that's to the right of us to go beyond us. Then he's going to then merge to the right two lanes and get on to essentially the, the on-ramp to this highway. So he hits the brakes. I'm like, okay, here's your ho-ho. And he just floors it. I'm not even looking forward. He was like looking at his phone. Not, and his phone is not in the line of sight of the cars in front of us. Uh, the truck does a wheelie. 
and he just jerks the wheel over two lanes, mm. and I let out one word. Jesus. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and those ding-dongs are flying. <laughs> one splatted against the rear window from the acceleration. <laughs> I'm expecting to slow down. And I'm so like I'm leaning back and then all of a sudden he like pump fakes me and floors it and he puts me in the seat. <laughs> and he's like just nonchalantly, hold on. <laughs> it. I know just where you guys were. <laughs> we were completely oh, in the wrong lane. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I thought Andy would l- appreciate that because he's tripled the speed limit before i've I've more than tripled the speed limit i would have appreciated it had i been looking straight (laughs) had i not been trying to unwrap a smile for you (laughs) i saw an opening and i had to take it man i i was in complete control the entire time i was you know you are i mean vance vance does come from i mean you're you grew up you just moved from Pittsburgh driving, it's crazy. I mean, that's what you got to do. Yeah. You got to go with a different attitude. Vance yeah, I, knows how to do that when he needs to. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. I'm just the yeah. whole, the way the whole story was because Vance, like, I can't believe you reacted that way. I'm like, well, did you see what was going on here? I wasn't even straight. I was turned to you about to give you this. <laughs> and I, and you were breaking like you were going to allow the guy, like a normal person to pass by. And no. then it was, I'm going to get him to my back bumper then for it. I couldn't let him have it. <laughs> That's vision, man. That's vision. The, the, this is how I would it like put it. like a hole open up on the football field. I just take it. Hey, you got to. Mm-hmm. If there would have been a police officer that witnessed this, he would have pulled Vance over. Probably. For reckless endangerment. Mm-hmm. But it just it, it made it made a good story for how, like, <laughs> he had, like, one eye in front, one eye off to the right. I was looking the other way, <laughs> giving some, like, hey, there's a car behind us. Hey, by the way, you're in the wrong lane. Yeah. Three-lane switch. It it was just as jerk the wheel. Yeah, that was so hilarious. Then that kind of, after that, it was pretty smooth sailing. We got home, and that was... That was kind of the it for those first two. I'm gonna call them both shows. Yeah, and they were good. We sold some baits, trip potential, rod holders. It was real good. Check them out. Check out the rod holders, guys. They're innovative. They make for a clean, clean fishing time. I touch base on that in my seminar. So that kind of catches us up right here, and we can. Uh, Paint boots rolling, getting ready for a couple, four weeks from now we'll be in, in Pittsburgh. And Vance, if he gets, if he can grab the airbrush a little bit, he might even paint a bait or two. Mm. I saved a few blanks. Yeah, I want to paint Goldie. Todd, that Goldie that I had Andy paint, I want to, I want to try something yeah. like that. It looks exactly the same as the other ones. It doesn't. It does. I tossed it to Todd when I was fishing, and he came up on my six on a jet ski. Yeah. I said, check this, camo. check this thing out. And he said, oh, yeah, that's standard Goldie. What's the big deal? No, he, no. Said, he said, I like that one. You've got to get yeah. me some of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I can't say to get the other Goldie because I don't have any of them anyway. It's so, true. It's true. anyways, that's uh, that's where we've been caught up. So, you know where to go if you're driving through Ravenna, Ohio. Stop at Mark's Bait Tackle Ammo. Pick up some Boss Shads. Bossshad.net. He's going to be at the Muskie Max here coming up in four weeks. Be sure to stop and see him. Say hi. Tell him you heard us talk about him on the podcast. And Wiley Lures, Dale Wiley, he'll also be at the Muskie Max here. And uh, Muskie Thrills, Jackson Lure, O'Donnell's, and eBay. That's a good place, as Vance just talked about. And St. Croix Rods. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. On Facebook, you can also, like, be friends with Todd Young. And Fat Easy Musky Products. We talked enough about me today. So, <laughs> Todd, anything else? Yep. We're good to go. Perfect. So, I guess until ne- next time, uh, drive safely. <laughs> <laughs>